Welcome to Let's Set Your Table, the food service and hospitality podcast that brings you the experts, trending news, and product reviews from across the industry. So grab a chair with your hosts and join us as we set your table. In this episode, John D. and I discuss a very special topic, one that many, and we mean many, operators ignore in a very commonly overlooked category that can literally save you thousands or even hundreds of thousands of dollars per year, depending on your size and the number of locations in your organization. In today's rising food cost environment and added labor issues, this solution can be just what you need to gain more control over your expenses and drive those savings into growing ticket sales and better guest experiences rather than keeping the landfill profitable. Look, you, M- Mr. Operator, Mr. Owner, Mr. Mr. GM, you're not in the business. You're not in the business to keep the landfill in business. You're in the business to make more money. So the more money you can save in a disposable, uh, that money needs to be parlayed, like Nick said. Go get you another Rationale oven. Go buy you some new tabletop. Go put it into some amazing food packaging so when you do get a takeout order, that food maintains its integrity properly. So, are you curious yet? Well, if you are and you're an owner or an operator and you want to find some really impactful savings in your operation, then tune into this episode because we're talking trash and it's all here on the table. Well, welcome all to yet another episode of Let's Set Your Table. I'm your host, John D, and I'm joined today with my co-host, Nick D., What's going on, Nick? We haven't been at this for a little bit, but how's things? It's going good. It's uh, I'm glad to be back on the microphone with you and <laughs> uh, missed this uh, time that we get to share talking to our audience and uh, talking about things that we're really passionate about uh, in our industry, the Hody Group and beyond. Yeah, absolutely. And I'll tell you, we're, we're getting a lot of listens and um, so... Uh, we've got some owner operators tuning in, so good things are happening. I, I have, as you know, I've I've uh, have had a few things come up. We we actually moved uh, our studio from the west coast of uh, the great state of Florida to the east coast, so now we're set up here. So I've been detained a little bit, as you know. You helped me with some of it. Yeah, a little bit uh, of distractions. So, a li- little bit, yeah, yeah. So we're. Uh, Folks, we're trying to bring you some consistent episodes, at least uh, a couple a month. That's the goal. It may be more, maybe less, uh, but we really do. Uh, we have to be uh, accessible to our operators when they need us, and uh, we certainly enjoy it. We're getting good feedback on educating them, and they like the episodes, so we're going to continue to do more and bring you some some new and exciting things, which... Uh, you know, takes us in today's episode, which is going to kind of be unique. So it's Nick and I doing this one together. Yes. But Nick, before we go any further, let's make sure we acknowledge our sponsor for today's episode. This episode of Let's Set Your Table is brought to you by the Hody Group Chicago Showroom. The Hody Group offers professional broker services in the food service and hospitality industry with over 40 years experience. The Hody Group's product showroom boasts over 4,000 square feet of some of the best product lines in the industry. So if you're interested in scheduling a free in-person or virtual appointment with a product specialist, please visit hodygroupshowroom.com. That's H-O-D-E groupshowroom.com. Well, as I said, this is a special uh, segment today, Nick, uh, one that you and I uh, specialize in, in every, you know, every day we do. And, and it's all about saving 
dollars. I don't know an operator today that doesn't want to save money. In fact, Agreed. with labor shortages and food costs, I don't know an operator that doesn't want to save money. So they're they're commonly uh, these savings opportunities are in two very overlooked categories. We're going to talk about the one specific today uh, that we have been hugely successful at. It's like mining for gold. In fact, we have been known to find anywhere from thousands to tens of thousands to hundreds of thousands of dollars uh, in an operation or in a property footprint. And the larger the footprint and the larger the operation, the more savings we can find. Boom. So in fact, I would bet, Nick, and you know this, not many of these operators listening today would spend much time thinking about a savings strategy. Here it comes. Wait for it. When it comes to their trash, waste stream, or trash liners. Yep, we just said it. Waste cans, trash cans, and liners. It's a simple concept that we're going to share with you. I guarantee it's overlooked because nobody wants to deal with nasty trash. It's like a necessary evil, right? Oh, yeah. So, Nick, tell us, where does one start when they want to see if their operation uh, could yield some savings for them? Well, it starts just where you said it starts in the trash and specifically in our industry, that is food and beverage and housekeeping um, and hospitality. And right. hospitality uh, we use very common cans across the board. Most everybody are familiar with the can or the, excuse me, the common can sizes uh, in F and B. You see these as your traditional rounds and slim gyms. Most operators, you have these in your property. Um, it really just comes down to identifying what sizes those are. And then if you are a operator that has uh, beds or you service hospitality or convention centers or gas stations and convenience stores, that's right. you might have different size cans outside of these traditional round cans uh, and Slim Jims on your property. So it's all about identifying the cans that you have on the property and where, and what, you know, what you're putting in them, what kind of garbage you're putting in those cans and what kind of liner you need kind of flows from there. But Nick, I think you would agree with me. 60, 70% of every trash can on an operator's property is always a 23 gallon Slim Jim. Oh, yeah. I see it every and, day. And sometimes even 90% or, yeah. in fact, 100%. 100%. And we do come across those properties and we walk through those kitchens uh, where it is exclusively Slim Jim cans. Absolutely. What, what amazes me is how big some of these cans are. And I don't know how they allow their staff to even pick these things up. You know, and, and what do we run yeah. into, Nick? M many times we run into these trash cans when we do a waste audit. Yes, we come, come into properties and do a waste audit from your ground cans to your kitchen cans to your facilities to your through your housekeeping if you're into the hospitality side of the business. I don't care if you're a manufacturing plant, a convenience store chain, we do an audit yes. where the trash is disposed of in every facet of your operation to the dumpster, we look at it. Mm -hmm. But it's amazing to me how we find 55-gallon cans still out there. 
And, and and Nick, can you talk about how an operator really should look at a trash can? And you know, because I think sometimes they think that they are married to it. <laughs> it's understandable. Uh, it is, as you said, John. The 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 category is highly overlooked. So I believe that when we are talking to you as operators out there and we walk in right off the street and this is what we want to talk about, it's not exactly the most appealing thing in the world to talk about. And we all know whether you're a purchasing director, an executive chef, or you hold another position. Or a GM. uh, Or a GM. Or an owner. You're very busy. You have people cycling through. You have a lot of staff to manage. So what we like to do is talk about the things that are important, which is right off the bat. That's why we talk about savings. So um, getting back to the question is that in if the 55 gallon cans are still out there and we see the importance of uh, consolidating those trash can liners down and weight is one of the biggest things. So why do you use a liner? A can liner is going to be intended to keep that can clean to yeah. essentially capture that trash waste that gets thrown away, whether it's the front of the house where people are walking around or the back of the house where the kitchen staff or your, your staff is, is walking around doing their jobs. It's meant to hold it for a short period of time. And then it has a pull done on it and it makes its way to the dumpster. And then a, a waste sanitation truck comes at some point and hauls that off. So a can liner in our industry, I think is definitely needs to be looked at differently than you would be if you were at, and, your, and the at, trash your, can. at your home and, and, the, and, and the, the trash can. can. Right. A hundred percent. So, because I believe, you know, and the theory that I share with my operators is, look, you, you buy a trash can one time, mm-hmm. and it typically lasts you. I don't care if you're dragging it across the concrete, the pavement, whatever on your dock, across your kitchen floor. It lasts you at least three years. And, man, I've seen some, and I'm sure you have too, Nick. Some of these should be, you know, taken out back and disposed of. They're, yep. they're, they're terrible. Crack, they're cracking. They're, they're cracking. They're right. And, right. And, and, and when you put a liner in them now, that liner will get caught on those uh, cracks and then it'll tear rip. at the top. So yeah. essentially, you know, at that point, you should look at buying some new cans. So so if the concept is that I share with operators, if you, you buy this can and it lasts you three three years, and but you buy a liner for it and you put a liner for in it, typically you buy a case of liners to fill it or to, you know, to, to line it at least once, once a week. Mm-hmm. So, you know, our theory is, and, and again, we want to help you understand this. Where's the savings in that? So Nick, can you explain to the operator, yeah. why would we want to reduce their can size uh, if they're putting a liner in it? You want to explain yeah. that? Yeah. Well, I, I was, I was hoping we, we're definitely going to bring you guys back to why we had that having this episode, which is why you're listening savings. Where's the savings? So, um, rather than, and this is the, the concept, rather than looking at a large 60 gallon or sometimes we've even body bag. bigger, we call them yeah. a body bag, yeah. um, looking to buy that as a one size fits all for your entire property. We go deeper for them because the simple thing or the simple uh, fact is, is that most of you don't have a 55 or a 60 gallon trash can on your property. So what we do in our audit is we look at the common can sizes that you use and we identify the largest. And from there, we want to sell you the liner, the can liner that's going to fit that can. And the reason why we propose can reduction is that it comes back to case weight of your liners. So explain explain that. 
Yeah, I'm going to go right into that. So in our industry, cam liners come in a case traditionally as uh, cordless rolls or sometimes flat packed, um, but they come in a case. Um, you you notice they're either case packed as 100 or 200, 250, 1,000 yeah. even. Mm -hmm. um, and they come at weight because in our industry, trash liners are made from plastic and plastic is a resin. That resin weight uh, leads us to real or leads us to know how heavy uh, that liner is. So the heavier your case weight is, most likely the bigger bag that you have, and the heavier and thicker gauge it is. So when you're using a larger bag for applications that you don't need to use that entire bag, case in point, using a sixty gallon liner, when really you only have let's say a thirty two gallon can as your largest on the property, that's all waste. And because you pay a premium for that heavier case weight because you have a bigger bag where you're throwing money into the landfill. So, well, I, and I always say, Nick, and you've yeah. heard me say this, you know, you buy your trash liners like you buy your meat by the pound. By the pound, right. And you and, you, you have taught me that in, in, our, right. in our, our principals at, at Rich Hody, you know, and a lot of other uh, yeah. of our team members have preached this. And well, this Melissa, like, Melissa Marguerite taught me everything that I know today. So, and yeah. Jack Hody, who's, he's been on many episodes with us, you know, these guys, uh, they're a legend in, in the city of Chicago yeah. and I, everybody knows the Hodies. If it's not tabletop and, and, um, disposables, it's trash liners and, and, right. and gloves. So they're, they're known for that. Absolutely. And we, at the Hody group, as John said at the beginning, we audit your property like we would taxes almost. We look so closely at this category because we have walked into so many properties and we meet with the operators and they say, you know, I don't want to talk about liners. Well, would you want to talk about it if we could save you, as John said, tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands of dollars, depending on the size of your, uh, you know, if you're a single unit or all the way up to multi-unit, um, there's savings to be found here. And why we are so passionate about talking about this category. It's mining for gold, man. Mining for gold. But then <laughs> when you find that gold, if there is a new oven that you need to purchase or That's new right. China that you need to purchase, the, the, the categories that affect the end user that you really want to appeal to, especially chefs, you know, you want your stuff going out uh, cooked right and then plated on, on nice uh, dinnerware and chinaware and glassware. That all costs money. This is a category you can find saving in, savings in to, to spend it on. Look, you, Mr. Operator, Mr. Owner, Mr. Mr. GM, you're not in the business. You're not in the business to keep the landfill in business. You're in the business to make more money. So the more money you can save in a disposable, uh, that money needs to be parlayed. Like Nick said, go get you another rationale oven. Go buy you some new tabletop. Go put it into some amazing food packaging so when you do get a takeout order, that food maintains its integrity properly. Again, you know, Nick and I are compensated through our manufacturers by selling you, you know, by case weight. So in theory, we should be trying to sell you a more robust, heavier bag, bigger bag. No, we're going to show you how to do it right because hopefully by us showing you value and saving money, that's going to parlay into a stronger partnership for us. And yeah, oh, by the way, we do have a few other things that can help your operation that hopefully you would want to work with us and the multiple uh, manufacturers that we represent that we bring to the street and through distribution as well. 
So yeah. in this category, we'll open up that because if there is packaging, like we, as John said, we, we sell that, uh, our, our, our colleagues and other areas of the country in Chicago are selling Chinaware and banquet furniture. Well, that all comes at a very high price, a case of liners, you know, let's say that it's 25, 30 bucks. Um, or, and, and when you're spending, you know, 30, 40 or more, that adds up. So if we can really look at this category and save you here, no different than when we look at um, gloves or uh, cutlery. Or, yeah, that's the other you know, overlooked category that we'll talk about in a, in a future another, episode. Another episode, yeah. Um, but this is so important. And why we get passionate about it is we want to see you uh, invest in the experiences that lead to more return visits for your your customers yeah. and repeat yeah. business. Yeah, your customers can't see what trash bags you're using. They And honestly, they don't care. So if you can make that customer have a better experience, uh, you know, through uh, their patronizing your your facility, uh, whether it be hospitality or food service, you know, that's where your money needs to be better spent. Um, you, you know, one of the things, Nick, that most operators don't realize when you ask an operator what size trash can they have on the property, and we've learned we have to go to the property or we show them. Uh, via FaceTime or or another video conferencing app if we can't be there physically, showing them how to determine the can size. They will always tell you they have a 60-gallon trash can. Why? It's a common because mm-hmm. Because they're buying a 60-gallon liner. And the spec on that is usually a 38 by 58 mm-hmm. or 60, a 38 by 58 or 30, you know, 38 by 60. And in theory... Nick, does a 38 by 58 fit a 55-gallon trash can? You'd want me to say yes, and a lot of our operators say yes, but in fact, it does not fit a 55-gallon can. And if it does, you're ripping and tearing it to try to get it over the top. So when an operator tells us that they use a 3858 or that's what they're buying, we know immediately that they have a 44-gallon trash can around. Right. Or smaller. Yeah. And that's traditionally, as you, as you just said, we can determine that by just talking. But it really, to be most effective for you, and the Hody Group prides ourselves in, in these, these types of meetings and these types of uh, scenarios, let us walk your property. Uh, let us come in and really audit what you're using, what can liner you're buying right now. And we will come out of it, I promise you, as much as, as we can you know, hope to find, we hope to come out of it with savings scenarios and solutions that we can present to you. We're not just, as John said, going to come in and quote you the the biggest, thickest bag because it makes more sense to us. We want to come in and find savings. And that's what we're about at the Hody Group. Because at the end of the day, we're consultative. And if we find that savings, all we're asking, hopefully you're going to work with us a long time because we're going to show you what you need, how you need it, and, um, and the best way to get it. And uh, the bottom line is too, that, you know, we're in this business long haul. We want to stay with you on this. And and we've already explained to you why we think it's better to save the money at that than, than throw it in the landfill. So yeah, from housekeeping where you're using, uh, we could again, spend more time and we, maybe we could do more episodes on uh, the differences between bags and what's best for your application. We really wanted to focus on savings and can liners today, but from housekeeping to FMB, there is 
money to be saved in this category. Um, we, we deal with it every day. We are, we're broker salespeople. We go out in the field daily, John and myself and our colleagues. Um, so we hear stories every day and we do audits daily. Um, and this is something where, like I said, we, uh, we can help save you money. And, well, and, there's, it, and there's other, there's other factors to take in place. And I was going to, yeah, John, I was going to bring up, um, uh, that when you were talking about weight, um, I think that's another thing to keep in mind as, as you know, we're talking to our operators here, um, the importance of looking at the can size you use and what's going to be best for your operation. And mm-hmm. what we have even started to talk to our operators on is helping them realize about, uh, those three common cans we talked about a 44 gallon round, a 32 gallon round and a 23 gallon slim Jim. As John said, we have a lot of people that are using 70% slim gyms or even 90% or some cases, a hundred percent slim gyms, because we know from our research in the industry that everybody can do a pull from a trash can liner on a slim gym. Not everybody can do one from a fully filled mm-hmm. 44 gallon can, or even sometimes, you know, I'd rather keep you in a 32 gallon can, but even that's, that's a, a problem. Um, and we are very familiar with OSHA regulations oh, um, yeah. and OSHA is, as we all are in this industry are very aware there's weight limits on what uh, your staff can be lifting. So trash, trash can get heavy. Well, and, and with labor shortages today, the last thing you need is to have someone injured on the job that, you know, they are sometimes in, in, in the workspace today, it's challenging to find good people. They just need an excuse not to come in and they don't come in. And, you know, so you got to be careful with that. And, you know, Nick, I think what we should do is, is, is we're um, getting shorter on time here. Why don't we give them a few examples of some of the operations you know, not sharing any names, but mm-hmm. give them a couple examples of how much we've actually saved. So I know I've got a couple and you've got one recently that you did. So yeah. you want to share that? Yeah. Um, they're a large multi-unit, um, you know, 50 plus locations across the country. It's a national uh, concept. Um, we're using um, similar liners that John was talking about in 38 by 58, 60 gallon sizes, uh, 40 by 46 is, um, and they have, you know, there's a lot of locations, thus you have to have multiple, um, SKUs for your liners to accommodate different GMs and different, uh, locations, maybe municipalities for those local restaurants may, uh, uh, require clear liners for pilferage and, and things like that. So there's an, or we put together a guide, um, but we were able to, go in and talk to the operator and put together a guide for the cans that are most common because this is F&B, this is restaurants. They use Slim Jim 32 and 44 gallon cans in their restaurants. They're not using anything else. So what we did was we sold them a concept that included those common can sizes and the liners to fit those cans and removed the excess larger can liners off their guide and essentially what that did was open the operator up to uh, reduced can liner case pricing. Mm-hmm. And then therefore we took them from X amount of dollars a year, but the savings was in excess of $50,000 annually. And for, How about that? and for a large operation like this, they, they liked knowing that, and this is just one category. So mm-hmm. imagine we, mm-hmm. we deal in everything from, 
packaging to kitchenware um, and not the Hody group, but there's a lot of categories in FMB. Um, so if you can find it just right there, they're very happy. And we definitely showed a lot of uh, success in that. Absolutely. And and for those listening, well, I don't have 50 units and I don't have 50 like locations. If you have three to five, I, I can tell you right now, if you use some of the strategies we can teach you, you're, you're probably going to save a couple thousand to $5,000 just in, in your liners and depending on what your operation does. Um, I worked with a very large company. Uh, convenience store gas station chain uh, in the South. And um, when I started with them and did an audit on their property, they were using nine SKUs and they wanted to get into more of a centralized purchasing type of an arrangement. So they wanted to go bring everything through a receiving dock and have a cross dock and ship out to all their stores. Well, after my audit uh, results, I brought them down to three SKUs. Those three SKUs um, we matched up for their outside gas pump cans, their inside uh, cans inside the store, and then behind the the counters, the retail counters. So they bought three SKUs. From nine SKUs to three SKUs, giving them the proper size and the proper uh, substrate material bag, we saved them over a quarter of a million dollars. Mm. They had 90 locations. Fantastic story. <laughs> That, yeah. And and the stories go on and on and on. I mean, you know, we get excited. I talk about mining for gold. When we find you money and, you know, we, Nick and I love the challenge. All of us do. Todd Hody, our colleague, owner of the company, he works with a lot of our national accounts. He's constantly mining for gold. He finds them a lot of savings. That's where the value is, folks. That's where the value is. So anybody can sell you a trash bag. We want to help you save money to help you uh, obviously improve your operation and, and bring more customers in and, and get more ticket sales at your, at your register. So anyway, any final thoughts, Nick? Yeah. So if you're an operator and you, or a GM or a chef, and you're listening to this podcast and you'd like, uh, to find savings in your operation and can liners, Allow us the opportunity, the Hody Group, to come in and do a can liner audit of your property. I promise you we'll put the magnifying glass on and we will unturn every stone to see if we can't find some savings in this category. So that's all I want to leave you with today. And uh, thank you for your time. And we hope you guys will uh, reach out to us in the future. Well, we're going to have to leave it right here, as Nick said. So that's all the time we have for you today. If you'd like to reach any of us here at the Hody Group, or would like to schedule that waste audit uh, on your property or within your group, please check out our show notes for our contact information attached to this podcast. Also, please like, follow, and share the Let's Set Your Table podcast. And if you're so moved, we would be grateful that you leave us a positive review on Apple, Google, or Spotify. We also encourage you to leave us a comment, feedback, or questions, and or topics you have an interest in or would like to discuss in future episodes. Well, we'll see you again next time right here at the table. Please join us again for another episode of Let's Set Your Table. If you would like more information, samples, or would like to consult with the Hody Group, visit thehodygroup.com. That's H-O-D-E group.com.